Welcome to Exploring Video Games. I'm Citrus Seltzer, and today is Thursday, July 30th, 2020, and this is episode 62. So I played Blade and Soul for this episode. It's a Korean action-adventure fantasy game developed by NCSoft, a.k.a. Team Bloodlust, which is awesome. Uh, and it was released in 2016 for Windows, iOS, and Android. Uh, I am playing on Windows. I broke out my laptop to play this. went very well. So you, uh, your character is like this angelic being... You don't have a name or anything. And you just have your like own little homestead in this very idyllic agrarian place. Very heaven-like. And you just take care of your place. And you can also float around the universe and uh, get involved in different people's problems. Uh, the eras. Eras are like the storylines. Uh, which are like the gameplay and you have a book of history that your major exploits are recorded in. Uh, it's a very open-ended game with a pretty massive universe to delve into. Uh, so yeah, you do quests, you collect experience points, you record your history, but there's no formal overarching goal or narrative. Uh, which I like, obviously. Uh, the game is super detailed. There's tons and tons of worlds and eras that you can go into, can very easily get lost in. There are a lot of eras that I played in that really, like, held up on their own, I thought, and, like, were better, maybe, than the game as a whole. Um, if I wasn't trying to, like, do a review for this, I would have just, like, gotten lost in one of the er eras that I found fun. And the first era that I got into was actually my favorite, probably my favorite part of the game. Uh, the Tress of Berenice. I could play that one forever. It's just this, like, incredibly debauched era. There's, like, lots of, like, minor public violence and partying. And I kept coming back to it mostly for the turtle races, which are so cute. But also just because the energy there is, like insane and all the townspeople have like super fun problems that you can get involved with um so yeah you're immortal you cannot be hurt and there's never any physical danger which is very cool uh so anything you do is out of like basically curiosity there's like nothing uh you don't have to do anything within the game so like the main goal is to get the most experience points and the most history entries uh, also, there are some things that you kind of have to do to optimize your situation. Like, you don't have to do them, but, like, you have to take care of your homestead because it makes a lot of the rest of the game easier. But, yeah, it's a very relaxed atmosphere. Um, so, like, all of the errors in the history, you, like, go to the universe map and then you, like, choose where you want to go. And there's like a billion places, a billion eras to go to. And because your character is immortal, you have like lots of like history uh, in 
like random eras which is really funny so like a lot of places you'll go to will have like the bullet points of like your previous history with that era so like you'll go to some era and it'll be like in uh 1811 you befriended this human the human died in like 1821 or whatever or like you helped raise this like barn and it burned down here just like uh not important stuff it's like cute it's funny uh the homestead stuff i found really fun if you take care of your homestead well there are more options available in the universe Uh, You can also travel around the universe a little faster, which is completely necessary, in my opinion. Um, Also, on your homestead, there is, like, this insane, constantly encroaching weeds and plants that you need to take down every day, like, cut them down. Um, And it's very, like... uh, horror like it's very creepy the plants like you can see the plants constantly growing and you can hear them and yeah it's a very threatening little piece of the game and it's kind of what I think about most when I think about the game and I really like that atmosphere that that situation gives Although taking down the plants every day is pretty annoying and gets frustrating very quickly. Uh, Void travel is how you get around the universe. Uh, So to get to a different era, you have to travel through the void. It is very, very slow. Definitely a bold choice on the game maker's part. Uh, So, like, depending on the distance that you have to travel, you'll be just, like, floating through the void. Like, literally just waiting for minutes. Just watching the universe slowly go by. It's crazy. Uh, I respect it a lot for having this in it, but it is so boring. And everyone hates it, you know? Um, I think if there had been a lot less of it, it would have been more effective. Like, I can see, I can see how it would be, like, kind of get you in kind of, like, a meditative trance-like state or, like, get you in a weird, relaxed little zone. Uh, But you have to do it very often. And I would, you just, like, get mad at it. I would just, like, do chores. Uh, The music there is awesome. Kind of, like, minimal electronic noises very calming uh and i will say i did kind of end up using the void cheat a couple times i try not to like cheat aggressively when i'm like reviewing something and i guess i didn't but uh yeah i felt like i got a good understanding of void travel and i had had enough of it Uh, The prettiest era, one of the highlights for me, is Conclusia 17C. Beautiful era, very misty, ethereal, lots of like twinkling lights. Uh, I love it. I love that kind of thing. This is definitely the glowing mushroom section of the game. Uh, There is... uh, 
in in conclusion, there is like a lot of like strategical stuff and war stuff. So I didn't take any of the formal quests there. Um, or I didn't complete any of the formal quests there. Um, but there's a ton of little minor tasks that I got into because I really like spending time in that era. Uh, expanding that bend in the river for the frogs is so fun. And then later, that tadpole spawn is crazy and like truly one of the more beautiful things I've seen from a game. It's gorgeous. Oh, Residna? Residna Z is an awesome era too. Um, it's very psychedelic. It's very like Peter Max. Uh, and it's definitely supposed to be like explicitly biblical, like New Testament times. And there's Stephen, who's absolutely supposed to be Christ, which is very funny. Uh, yeah, that was a great level slash era. Also, there's the quest of fire there, which is great. Where you're just roaming around with those group of, like, disgusting ruffians. There's a lot of good, like, uh, scoundrels in this game. There's a lot of, like, quests where you end up hanging out with scoundrels. Although I realize that that is because, or could be because, I kind of avoided a lot of the major quests with... Lots of plot and stuff. Um, so you pick up different abilities in your travels. The abilities are very hard to learn. Uh, you have to do them a lot to get good at them. Which I like that sort of thing. I like it when something really pays off. And you have to like actually work hard to get a thing. To get a good thing. I love the aromancy trait, which is like control and knowledge of herbs and potions. There's some magic involved. Uh, also, at the beginning, you'll get like a couple randomized skills. Uh, mine was stacked more towards the physical side of things, so it was easier for me to pick up like metallurgy and woodworking, etc. Um... The psychic abilities are definitely the coolest, but the hardest to build. Uh, it takes a really long time before you can do anything fun with them, but I did try to build mine up, and now I can do some light telekinesis, which is fun. And apparently when you get really good at the psychic stuff, you can travel faster in the void, but I am a long ways off from that. Um, I don't know... I don't know if I'm going to keep playing this game. I could definitely see myself like coming back to play certain eras. But then I'm also like, there's so much of the game that I didn't play. No, I will play this game again. Because there's a lot of it that I like literally didn't even try. So I guess I'll update you if I have uh, differing opinions in the future. But right now I have... Uh, 1,213 experience points, and I did 27 new historical entries, which is not bad. So yeah, I liked this game. I was impressed by a lot of it. It did have a lot of downtime. 
Uh, even beyond the void parts, I found that a lot of it was not like bad, but just didn't really catch my interest all that much. Um, so yeah, I kept going back to the parts that did catch my interest and I was kind of like ignoring a lot of the game. But yeah, I recommend playing it. It's a very cool game. A lot of it looks great. There's some weird stuff. And I like... I like a game that's purposefully annoying, you know, like the void. They knew what they were doing when they were doing that void stuff. And I like that, even if it's annoying. Okay, so for the next episode, I'm going to play Crossfire. I know nothing about it. I just Googled 2019 video games, and it is apparently a very popular 2019 video game. So I'm excited to see what that is. You can reach me at exploringvideogames at aol.com. The website is exploringvideogames.tumblr.com. And that is where I upload the screenshots. It would be awesome if you could rate or review the show anywhere. Thanks so much for listening. See you next time.